Hey everyone, today another appointment of 15 minutes of experience and uh, at my place there is a dear friend of mine from Poland, Wojtek Trubasik and today we talk about um, photography and not only because Wojtek is a really great photographer uh, and a really special human and welcome Wojtek. Hi, uh, my name is Wojciech Hrubasik. I know that's very difficult. We might also accept a photography. We could talk about my spelling of my name, but that would be really difficult topic. So yeah, today about photography and nice to nice to join you. Nice, uh, it's nice that you invited me quite spontaneously. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really uh, natural and spontaneous and. Uh, Uh, as you know, uh, in this podcast we will talk about experience, but uh, before to doing that, uh, it would be nice if you can introduce a bit of yourself and say to the people uh, listening to this podcast, uh, who are you, what you're doing in general, what kind of photography you, you do it, uh, and uh, most of all, what is your topic uh, about photography? Yeah, it's like... It's it, this is the moment you have to just uh, specify yourself and just say something really directly. That's one of my greatest um, strengths or weaknesses. Depends how you look on it. Because uh, I basically um, I'm a person. Let's say I'm a person who does basically everything. I fix everything in my house. I fix everything in my car. I just I deal with uh, every daily. Sh- Uh, stuff, whatever you need to do, I'm there. I'm developing in, in myself and psychology and whatever. And um, I think that uh, reflects in, in my photography. Uh, basically, I'm doing everything in photography just like I'm doing everything in, in, in my life. Uh, so, yeah, I decided I wanna be a documentary photographer, a press photographer. I think this ta- this meaning of press photographer, it refers to basically everything. As a press photographer, you have to make great photographs of portraits, you have to do some nice uh, photographs of the streets, of the uh, urban environment, or even uh, the village, wherever there is, there are you, and you have to create something out of basically nothing you have to just observe the light and make everything as good as it is as it is possible to be made as it possible that you can make something like this so that's basically my goal uh, apart from this i'm making some uh, tinier photo books i was a bicycle courier for a year in berlin and four years in um, Wrocław uh, as i was studying and this Riding bicycle gives you such a freedom and the idea of getting paid by riding a bicycle was great for me and you just you were traveling around your own city and the idea of traveling 
gathering information about the societies, about people, talking with everybody, it just makes me so hyped and, you know, it just gives the energy just to find another things. Yeah, that's true. And um, what I want to talk to you and with you about today is um, there are some experience I know that you did in uh, some uh, project and I will love it that you share some of them as for example uh, the work you did with uh, people as um, um, uh, how to say I, for, I forgot the words mental disease, uh, mental disease yeah. yeah so what um, tell us about uh, that experience and uh, what was the body of work and uh, your experience about in uh, also um, emotional way it was a quite natural process. Um, there was a first lockdown, you know, everybody's scared and everything. And yeah, there was a situation that I was the rider, I was the bicycle courier, I was just riding around the city. And I began work in art gallery. Um, the gallery is called Art Brut, it's based in Wrocław. And as this bicycle courier, I was able to just ride around the city with uh, anything uh, like like normal. There was nobody then. Everybody was running away to the houses or being um, uh, pushed away to, to the houses, like um, hard, hardly speaking. And yeah, I had the backpack. I was right. I put some stuff like to just help those people with some gloves and disinfection stuff. And I figured out that then um, the whole reality basically basically was being um, it was difficult times and everything like um, from the modern times the architecture of minds whatever it just stopped working everybody was just emotionally hidden in emotions scared and then the masks became the part of uh, today daily reality so i thought masks come on masks are based in um have the roots in the very very past when the whole shamans the magicians were just making some um some rituals to push away the diseases to make something burn i don't know to bring the rain and I thought, let's make them, the mental diseased person, which were working in the art gallery, which the gallery was gathering, let's make them make their own masks, their own rituals about the way that they are feeling right now. So that's how it happened. I created a book called Zakaz Odwiedzin in Polish and it's um, visit not allowed. It's translated to English. I made a book about them uh, hidden basically in their houses with those masks which they created by themselves on their faces and all together um, compared to the emptiness of the streets. So I created basically two perspectives. The um, um, empty scared city and the full houses of those mental disease people with their masks on and i think it created i think and quite a lot of people also say that it create it reveals the 
the weird atmospheric of, of this place, of every place, of each person. Every photograph reveals this, their character and it creates very mm, specific and deep feeling when you get really into that. I really like this project. It was great experience for me just to visit people which I never knew before. I went into their houses, I asked them for their photographs and just, you know, meeting people who, who if you meet, let's say, I'm, I don't, I don't uh, believe in that uh, word, but normal people, you're, you have some expectations, you are a bit, um, you know what to expect. But if you, uh, you are supposed to do with people with, you know that they are mentally um, disabled, you never know what you're gonna expect. It was so freaking scary. I didn't know what's gonna happen next. And it was basically trust in yourself very much. I had to trust myself that I'm gonna react properly. Some, with some of them I was one-to-one -one because, you know, the pandemic and stuff. They let me in, we talked, and it all appeared to be, basically, it all went good, yeah. That's all I can say, basically. That's, that's my greatest experience of my documentary projects. There is a frame uh, of, of one of these um, situations that uh, you was feeling, uh, in a way, unstable. Not really stable in front of one of these people, so then uh, you was a bit um, uh, struggling with yourself. You mean uh, one of the specific uh, photographs you mean? Yeah, I mean in general, the, the one of these people you visited uh, for this project uh, uh, gave you a feeling like to struggling a bit with yourself. The one person uh, was really struggling with the idea of the photo shoot and he was really shy and he just he hid himself up, he just wanted to run away but he was so uh, so pushed by his parents and I personally think that the, this pushing of uh, their parents, his parents, made him even more shy and every frame of this project reveals not only the relation from the, those people to the, to the, to the situation but it revealed the um, character of the situation of their, of their relationship with their parents. Some of those mentally diseased people are basically 60 right now and their parents are almost 80 and they are closer, close to the edge, to the end of their life and they just still have to... Re like. Those mentally diseased people are like more like um, children, basically. Yeah. They are children for the whole time, and you have to take care of them for their your own life. But what after you? And this, there's a huge anxiety of, of of the future. You don't know what it's gonna bring. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's one of the aspects that this project shows very, um, very quite precisely the relationship with their parents some of them uh, were just enjoying themselves just just being um, alone they pushed their parents away they closed with the doors uh, from their room and wanted to make the photo shoot with me and they felt great some of them just couldn't say that they, they had no their own ability to just 
ferroidal parent and you see that parent touching his uh, face and he, you see he's struggling with it but he's still like being treated like a child by their parents and this is one of the aspects that I think uh, this project reveals and shows what what what's what's the how it looks like do you think yeah it's it's uh, something uh, people don't understand that they don't have to treat that people as a child and uh, more uh, yeah in a, in a human way like adult i mean not really adult but the point is uh, every one of them are human and also children in general if they are children uh, we don't have to treat them with this uh, kind of um, comportment uh, as uh, always with this uh, lovely uh, false way to to just treat the people so just caring and uh, never trusting to them abilities do you think that people need in a way or another to be treated more as we can use the word normal i think treating people like adults is the most important thing as equals not as some kind of um yeah it's 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 important for some for some um moments in your life to have your guru somebody who's gonna lead you or somebody you want to lead and to make some kind of uh, difference in, in the levels be between the, per the people i created a lot of difference between myself and other people uh, except very very deeply on on the beginning of my path with photography and whatever with my life overall so it and it I, I say I, I basically separated myself from the people uh, which were easily be able to be equal to me so what that meant uh, I made another project about um, the culture of mine um, the Silesian region I'm from a different Silesian region from Poland and there were photographers which which I admired the professors uh, of my uh, school and everything I, I I made myself as a small tiny human which oh I admire you I love your work but I'm not good enough to talk with you and it created such a um, weird atmosphere that nobody actually really wanted to, to talk to me and coming back to the topic of the treatment of the parents and people like uh, adults it's important to treat the child like an adult um, if you're a person from the outside but the, the perspective of being that parent and taking care of this child which you take care for your whole life and you know this child and you know that it it, it is very difficult to trust him because there is amount of untrust when you treat it with such a um, pro, um, protectivity. And there is this uh, topic about perspective so that we can really uh, touch uh, together in this case as photographers, uh, visual artists, uh, that we see the stuff from other point of view. So uh, this is another reason why I won't say uh, it's, yeah, probably it's difficult uh, uh, when you're a parent to see the differences that we see. But uh, in general, to I think... To see it from the outside. Yeah, to see from outside, uh, exactly. 
and this is the point. Uh, the point is uh, uh, probably we see that, uh, and uh, uh, I don't know. Also, for me, it's difficult with my child to 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 be um, outsider in a way. But uh, most of the time, I just stop myself to say or to do it something uh, can uh, put this little human in in a, in a jail of emotion. Uh, why and this is the question and the answer I give to myself to just uh, why I have to uh, close that person uh, in my anxiety or my worried part and uh, in a way or another yeah this could be really something destroy uh, can destroy him emotion and uh, or just influence him emotion in a different way so then I just start to close a bit myself I mean or just accepting that true that I cannot uh, really protect someone. Sometimes protecting someone is not really the right words and it's not the meaning, uh, it's not you are really defense that person, but in a way or another probably you are uh, defecting this person. And uh, to close this podcast that we are already over than uh, 15 minutes, uh, just the things I didn't know about you was, uh, how did you start to take in picture? Uh, this is a long story, uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and very uh, difficult to just specify one moment. But it all began just from the from the my my father's camera, which he had, and he just gave me sometimes to just have fun. And then ten years passed. I touched this camera for two times maybe, and I was I, I was drawing, and I wanted to go to art school, so I went to the art school. And my dad say, oh, well, if you want to go to the art school, take at least this photography to earn some normal money and stuff. So I took this photography and I made my diploma without my camera. I had no my camera. I was only borrowing ones and I barely touched the camera through the whole uh, art college. And I finished the art college with uh, the best grade from the whole group. But I still didn't felt this and I went to the Academy of Fine Arts to Wrocław where I wanted to be a graphic designer I wanted to make graphics and draw and anything but I didn't get there I, I made some mistakes and I went to the another um, art mediation um, degree and then there appeared I had my own camera then very cheap very not working without automatics and I just started to taking photos of the events. Yeah. And I just told somebody that I'm gonna come and I'm gonna document that. And my brain, mind brain goes brrrr. And it says, okay, you have to go there and you have to do this photography. And I went there every week, every day, doing a lot of events for the whole time. And that's how I develop my, my skills, my, my um, approach and every day routine as a photographer and having the camera for the whole whole time so this was Wojtek True Basic and you can follow him in the link in the description and uh, I thank you a lot and I hope yeah that we we was I was passing this was passing this idea in my mind yeah also when you are not in Berlin we can have a call and have a, a podcast because I think yeah, you have always a lot of things to say, yeah. uh, especially with your your photography. You say a lot, and uh, I think there is a lot always of story particular, and that uh, you are also really good to describe all every details like you did 
yesterday with uh, this story of the blah blah car that probably one day we can record oh, and right. that's it thank, thank you, you. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Learn more about our project at allmylinks.com slash berlinexplorer or visit our Instagram and follow Berlin Explorer project.